Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's January 15th, 2021, and this is Sorta Awesome, episode 275. You are invited to join me and my sister, Emily Harris. She's back so we can talk all about Myers-Briggs and how knowing and understanding your Myers-Briggs type can help you to figure out your ideal morning routine. So we're going to talk all about that and all kinds of other stuff today on this episode. You guys, I'm Meg Teets, and this is sort of awesome. Welcome back, Awesomes, to the show that is all about helping you find conversation, friendship, and community. If you are new to Sorta Awesome, you are so welcome. We are so happy that you are here. Maybe you have made your way here from Facebook or from Instagram, maybe from YouTube or TikTok. Maybe somebody who just loves you very much has recommended Sorta Awesome to you. However it is that you found us, thank you for joining us this week. We would love to have you subscribe to Sorta Awesome so that you never miss any of the awesome that we are sharing every single week. And you can find out where to connect with us and our incredible community of awesomes online. Okay, so like I said a few moments ago, I am joined this week by my sister, Emily Harris, who is a sort of awesome regular here for her very first episode of 2021. Hello, Emily. Hello. And as always, thanks for having me back. We are so glad that you are here. One of our favorite things to do, whether we are on mic recording or if we're just talking in our personal lives, is talking about all things personality types. And so this week, we thought, you know, it's January, it's the start of the year. Lots of us are trying to kind of get some order, some routine, some, well, just a little bit more fresh start into our lives. And there is no better time to take on a fresh start than January. And of course, we can start our days with fresh starts when we have really awesome morning routines. So we thought, let's talk about it through the lens of Myers-Briggs, something that we love to do. So Emily, thank you for indulging me in even more personality type talk. Well, it's not that I'm so much indulging you because I love it too. That's true. That's true. You do. We have a lot to cover because you guys, we're going to talk about every single one of the 16 Myers-Briggs types today. We're going to give you some ideas. Like if you are ready to embark on a new morning routine, or if you just want a little affirmation that what you're doing in the mornings is really, you know, it really jives, it really vibes with your personality type. We're going to talk about every single one of those types. We have so much to cover today. So we're going to get to that in just a few minutes. But first, Emily, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week. If you are new to sort of awesome, well, welcome to awesome of the week. This is the moment of the show where we stop and talk about whatever is making life a little bit more awesome right now, whether it is a book or a TV show, a movie, maybe some music, maybe a podcast or a product, whatever is making life a little happier right now. So Emily, what did you bring for us? All right. So you know, the saying goes, you have to kiss a lot of frogs to meet your prince. I do know that saying. I've lived that saying a few times. All right. All right. Well, I have approximately 30 masks that I use, you know, when I go out in public. 30? I'm not kidding. Well, you know, I go out every day. I teach every day and I wear I them once and wash them. So That's very good and responsible. That is quite a stash though, I have that to say. Quite a stash when this knock knock pandemic is going to be over. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. So that's all to say that of those 30 masks, very few of them I like. And I like a strap that goes around your ear that's adjustable. That's huge to me because, okay. you know, nine, 10 hours a day wearing a mask that's uncomfortable is just not going to work. Right. They have to be breathable. Yes. Which is going to be funny when I tell you about these masks. So okay. I'm not totally sure how to pronounce it. They're on Amazon. It's B-L-O-C-K. 
either okay. block or blotch. I don't know. Okay. Block soft stretch reusable masks, and they come in a pack of three. Okay. And they're black. They cover your nose. They have a little chin, you know, like extra fabric for your chin. They're adjustable straps. I mean, they are literally the softest masks oh, I have ever found. In fact, Amazon is telling me right now that I've purchased three packs. So, <laughs> so obviously they're a favorite. That's how much I love them. Yes. So yeah, they're eighteen fifty five. I do know that's a little pricey for a pack of three, but oh my goodness, they are worth it. Look, like you said, if you're wearing a mask for 10 to 12 hours a day, I mean, I don't think that there is such thing as pricey. Like I think you've yeah. got to invest in yeah. the one that's going to be the most comfortable for wearing all day. For right, sure. right. Okay, so you can get these on Amazon is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. I buy them in black. You can get them in white as well. Okay. Now, I will tell you, this is so weird. You know, they're very soft, and you and I are cotton people. We oh, love yes. our cotton material. Yes, they yes. are made of 43% polyester and then 52% cotton. Okay. But I don't really notice that they're polyester. Like, they're okay. just so soft, so comfortable. The straps are so adjustable. I just love them. Okay. Good to know. So we will have a link in the show notes for those masks if you want to check them out for yourselves. You know, we don't know. Of course, vaccines are rolling out for COVID here in the United States, but we don't know how much longer we're going to need to wear our masks. So, hey, speaking of refresh, which I was talking about a few minutes ago, maybe it's time to refresh your mask stash. Yes. So, Emily, thank you for bringing those. Sure. All right, my awesome of the week this week also has to do with your facial situation. Okay. And I think you're going to really like this product. Emily, this is seriously a case of TikTok made me buy it. Okay. Please tell me you have products in your possession that TikTok made you buy. I don't. Oh, no. I, just, don't, I really don't. I've never bought anything from TikTok. No, I use like, you know, their how to clean your kitchen sink. I do okay. that but I yes. don't have any products. You have never been like, ooh, like somebody's talking about something they love so much and you're like, I gotta get that. Yeah, not really. I'm very susceptible to being influenced, you guys. Yes. I yes. am every influencer stream come true <laughs> because I'm like, ooh, why did I not know about this? Okay, so I shared with you recently a TikTok creator who I love. Her name is Sonia Valencia. She is in her 40s, as you and I are. She does makeup and skincare reviews. Yeah. She does them with a very feisty edge. Yes. So much grown-up language, you guys. Very I've much. never experienced somebody who can so amazingly incorporate profanity plus skincare <laughs> reviews. <laughs> but Sonia you know, does it amazingly. I got to tell you something. When you sent me the link, when you yeah. sent me the TikTok video... Yeah, I was in class. <laughs> oh no! I said not safe for work. And for yeah, sure. there was no not safe for work warning, and so I started playing it. And you know, I'm behind. I'm behind a partition, so they didn't hear it. But I turned that stuff down real quick. <laughs> I gotta remember that if I send you, if I text you TikToks during the day that you are in a classroom filled with middle schoolers. Yes. And you probably need a not safe for work warning on these things. So yes. yes. So Sonia's amazing. Like I said, she's in her 40s. She's not like a professional makeup artist or anything. She's just right. kind of like me and you. She's just an enthusiast about products and about figuring out what works best for more mature skin. For right. skin who like we're not in our 20s. We're not the YouTube, TikTok makeup gurus. We don't have the bounce back like the 20 year olds on our skin. We don't have that bounce back. So right. anyway, I've sent you a couple of hers, but this was a recommendation from her. That's the long story to tell you. Okay. This is where I heard of this. It is the number seven. The brand is, is number seven, which I was unfamiliar with, but apparently they carry it at both Target and Walgreens. Yes. Number seven, Lift and Illuminate Triple Action Translucent Finishing Powder. That's a long word. It is a lot. It's a mouthful. Now, you yes. love a powder. You've brought powders in the past as Awesome of the Week and other product recommendations. Emily, I tend to not be a big powder person, mostly 
because I'm lazy and I'm like trying to keep the number of products to a minimum as I'm right. getting my face put together every day. Right. But Sonia told me if you're a lady of a certain age and you want to have that filter look on your face without mm-hmm. having to put a filter on your face, mm-hmm. she's like, this is the powder that you need. So I did, I got it from Target. It's $12.99 at Target. They have four different shades. I went with the light medium. They do have a light. It looks super light, I will say. They also do have just a standard medium. And then they also have a deep shade. So only four shades on this powder, but it is super translucent. So I think that it's what kind of one of those products where they don't have to necessarily have a shade for every single skin tone because it blends pretty easily into your skin. Right. So the thing about this triple action translucent powder is it really is, it's meant for, it really is targeted towards mature skin. And so for those of us who do are in that age range, you know, we have to be careful because sometimes powders will settle into creases on our faces. It can end up making you look older. It can end up making your makeup by the end of the day look kind of crusty and yucky and stuff. Cakey. That's the word I was looking for. This stuff is so soft. It is so smooth. I have a nice big powder brush. And once I just kind of like bounce it all over my face. Yes. And I feel like it really just evens everything out. I don't even necessarily think of it as a setting powder so much as it just kind of gives you that kind of filtered, dewy look. So, oh, wait. So it's a powder, but it gives you a dewy look. I think it does in the sense that it's a little bit, it's got a little shimmer to it, I feel like. Oh, okay. It's not dewy okay. in the sense of like, it makes you look moisturized because like okay. I said, it's going to give you that filter effect, but not in a totally unnatural matte way. You know what I right. mean? Yes, yes, yes. So anyway, I have not used a powder in years, but I absolutely have been loving this one from number seven. So it's the number seven Lift and Luminate Triple Action Translucent Finishing Powder. It's really making my life a little more awesome right now. That's awesome. Yeah. And compared to the other powders, like there's, you know, the Laura Mercier. Oh my gosh. Like I love that stuff, but it's $40. Is it really? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. yes. Well, this is going to be much more of a budget find for anybody who's looking okay. for a great new powder. And I would guess too, if you're younger, you could probably totally use this. Yeah. Younger skin tends to be a little bit more forgiving like that. So yeah, yeah. there you go. Okay. Well, those are awesomes of the week for us this week. We will put links in the show notes so you guys can go and check them out for yourselves as well. Of course, Emily, you know, we love, love, love to hear what the awesomes are up to, what is awesome in their lives. So if you are listening and you haven't joined us over on Instagram, come and find us over there at Sorta Awesome Show. And we would absolutely love to have you join our Facebook community where there's over 5,000 women who are so incredibly supporting each other, showing up for each other every day with everything from product recommendations to all kinds of life advice, Mm -hmm. feedback on issues that you might be having. We are just so in it together in our sort of awesome hangout. We'd love to have you over there. And again, you know, every Friday talking about awesome of the week. So if you haven't joined us there yet, it is facebook.com slash group slash sort of awesome hangout. Emily and I have a bunch of Myers-Briggs personality stuff coming at you when we come right back. Awesomes, trust me when I say one of the most important things I learned last year is that just 10 minutes of your day can make a world of difference in your life. I think there's no better year than 2021 to really focus in on your mental self this year. And it's so easy to do with Headspace. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations all in one easy to use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has an amazing three-minute SOS meditation for you. If you need a little help falling asleep or maybe going back to sleep in the middle of the night like I do, Headspace has wind-down sessions that all of us fans of Headspace just swear by. And if you're a parent, Headspace even has morning meditations that you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, it can improve your sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. I've been using Headspace for a couple of months now. It is one of my most used apps on my phone, not only for the daily meditations, but golly, those sleep wind downs are magic for getting to sleep at night. 
Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits. It has 600,000 five-star reviews and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. Awesome. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash awesome. That's headspace.com slash awesome for a free one month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal being offered right now. Head over to headspace.com slash awesome today. All right, awesomes, I got to admit, these days, just getting dressed can feel a little boring. I mean, it's basically the same routine, the same outfits on repeat. It is time to bring joy back into your wardrobe with Sweaty Betty. These are leggings you'll actually look forward to putting on in the morning. For over 20 years, Sweaty Betty's five-star rated power leggings have helped women crush their workouts because no other athletic brand can compete with Sweaty Betty power leggings the expertly placed seams and squat tested compression fabric that physically give your booty instant peach emoji status. These leggings are quick drying. They are pocket equipped, which is huge. They are high-waisted performers. You go take their quiz at sweatybetty.com to find your perfect style. Choose from a wide selection of strategically cut patterns. The Sweaty Betty Power Leggings opaque fabric is incredible. They come with an adjustable drawstring waist. They have back and side pockets that help you stay active while looking sexy as hell from head to toe. I absolutely adore my Sweaty Betty Leggings. They really are an absolute dream to put on and wear around all day. And those pockets are a game changer for leggings for sure. From London to LA, over half a million happy bums count on Sweaty Betty to help them look and feel incredible. So right now you can get 20% off of your entire purchase when you visit sweatybetty.com slash awesome and enter code awesome at checkout. This is the best offer that Sweaty Betty has available anywhere because you deserve to look amazing before, during, and after your workouts. You can get 20% off of your entire purchase at sweatybetty.com slash awesome. Again, that's spelled S-W-E-A-T-Y-B-E-T-T-Y.com slash awesome and enter code awesome at checkout. Okay, we are back. Like I said, we're going to be talking about your morning routine this week. And I'm just going to confess to you guys that this was an episode that I kind of wanted to put together, not just to share with you guys, to inspire what you have going on in the mornings, but also because I kind of wanted a little insight myself. I was just curious what other people of my personality type found to be workable. So we have put together some ideas. But first, before we get into that, Emily, I'm so curious. You being a teacher, you've been teaching for years. You have, you know, you know how long you've got a little bit of a commute to get from your home to the school. Like, do you have a pretty solid morning routine? Is it pretty predictable? Is it a little bit more loosey-goosey? Tell me what, like, a if you're in a good place with your average weekday morning routine. Okay, so like you said, I have about a 20-ish commute from home to school. So I wake up about an hour and 30 minutes before I need to. Okay. So that I can just drink my coffee, meditate, pray, whatever it is I need to do. Just, you know, wake up for the day. Yes. And I will not get in the shower unless I have a podcast on. Okay. Do you have like a Bluetooth speaker? I do. I have an Amazon Echo. Okay. And you can hear it? I can hear it. Okay. It's in my bathroom. Okay. So I do all the get ready stuff. I really do have a very well thought out routine after I get ready and everything. I'll take my dog out. I will come back in, make my coffee, pack my backpack, and I'm out the door by usually about 7.15. Okay. So kind of the same thing. Like you just go, you get into your flow every Mm -hmm. morning. Yep. I'm kind of the same way. I do have sort of time markers where I know like if I'm going to get out the door by this time, I need to be doing this by this time. Right. And that includes getting Nico dressed for daycare, getting myself dressed, breakfast for the kids, those types of things. But... Some mornings I'm like super high energy productive and some mornings I am, my wagon is dragging (laughs) and I don't always hit those time markers because I've spent a little too much time on TikTok or 
ever. So but you have said before that you love waking up early. Is that still the case? Oh, I definitely love waking up early, mostly okay. so I can get some meditation and journaling time in before the yeah. day begins. Because yeah. if I don't do it, then chances are it's not going to happen once the right. day gets off and right. running. So I do still love to wake up early. I just, I'm like you, I like to have a big cushion time. Yes. I do not like a morning rush. Right. So some interesting things about morning routines. I was doing some research for this. Morning routines are actually really, really good for your mental health. Whether you don't want to have a lot of cushion time like me and you, like if you just want to get up and you just want to boom, 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 go, go, go out the door, that's mm-hmm. fine. Whatever routine works for you. Just having a routine is good right. for your mental health. Right. It allows us to work with this cortisol boost that comes to your body naturally in the mornings. Mm-hmm. So that's good. But I really want to stress that morning routines do not have to be about productivity. Right. I feel like so many times when we start talking about routines and habits and this and that, that it can feel like there's this pressure, like I got to do it this way so I can be super productive in the morning. But like you were saying, and this is how I feel too, it's not necessarily about having a productive start to the day. It's more about getting in the right mindset for the day. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, so even if your morning routine is absolutely 0% productive, but it makes you feel good to start the Mm -hmm. day that way, then what you have figured out is totally working for you. Yes. So, okay, well, here's where we're going to get into it. And we're going to start talking about the actual types and what kind of works best for each type. Okay. So the first type that we're going to talk about, the first grouping actually are going to be our guardians. Okay. So for each of these groups, Emily, what I thought would be helpful is I'm going to kind of give the overview of what this group is. And I'm going to kind of give you the overview of what those four types, because there's four like main temperaments. And then within Mm -hmm. each temperament, there are the four types. Again, so we get 16 total, right? Okay. So first we have our guardian types. These are ISFJ, ESFJ, ISTJ, and ESTJ. So our guardians are the people who are like the concerned citizens of the world. Thank goodness we have our guardians, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. These days we need all the concerned citizens we could get. Yes, we do. These are people who tend to like trust authority or they want to be the authority. They are the people who are out there joining groups. They are seeking security. They um, really prize gratitude, both expressing their gratitude for other people and then receiving gratitude for what they do to kind of keep our worlds spinning. Mm-hmm. And they're very much interested in like, this is the way we traditionally do things. So they're kind of our like custom keepers, if that makes sense. Yes. Okay. This first type is going to be the ISFJ. Now, Emily, I'm going to tell you, sometimes I'm going to sprinkle in some of the cognitive functions. You and I have talked about cognitive functions before. Right. Right. Which is where you get into like, well, this is how your brain works kind of situation. So this can kind of help us understand why certain types are the way they are. So ISFJs, they are the type that lead with introverted sensing. That's their number one cognitive function. Again, they're introverts and their brains are really geared towards actively comparing what they've already experienced in the past with what's happening in the present. Okay. So this means that ISFJs tend to be very reflective, introspective people. Okay. And because of that, for a morning routine for them, something that is going to be slow, this is going to be a theme we're going to see a lot, especially with introverts, which you are, remind the people of your Myers-Briggs type. Right. I am an INFJ. INFJ. So yes, we're going to hear this over and over with the introverts. A lot of introverts like a slow start to the morning. Now, I like a slow start. I'm an ENFP, and we'll talk about kind of why ENFPs might like a slow start in the morning. Okay. So back to ISFJ. So they want a slow, maybe thoughtful start to the morning where they can meditate, they can pray, they can journal. They have time to be introspective before they get into the action of the day. Mm -hmm. Now, on the other hand, we have our ESFJs. They are going to be very high energy people. In fact, ESFJs are usually the kind of people that like to just bump, bounce out of bed. They're ready to take on the day, especially when they are caring for their people, like if there's something they can do to check in on the people that are important to them, either via social media, maybe they're checking their planner, they're getting that broad overview of who and what they are caring for during the day, what they're taking care of, then they can kind of feel like they're ready to get up and take on the day. There you go. I would love to have that feeling of waking up and being high energy. (laughs) 
I don't think you, I don't think either of us are those people. <laughs> I mean, I am a morning person. Like I love mornings, but I do not wake up just like. Wanting to do jumping jacks. <laughs> no, not, uh, no, not unless I maybe have had a little too much coffee. And I got to jump it out. Right, right. Okay, so those are our ISFJ, ESFJ. So then we have ISTJ. Now, in this group, they also do have introverted sensing like ISFJ does. Okay, so this is the difference though. ISFJ, they like to really be introspective and think about like, so they have extroverted feeling and they're wanting to like think about not necessarily like how things in the past made them feel and how they're feeling about the day, but that emotional component definitely does come in. Mm -hmm. Whereas ISTJs, they also like to think about how things worked in the past, but they are extroverted thinkers. So they're mm-hmm. thinking about how things worked best in the past and how they can apply that to the present. So they're okay. the ones who are like, okay, this is what's worked well in the past and this is how I'm going to implement it today. So they're like kind of being introspective, but they're doing it logically. Does okay. that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And so then we have our ESTJ. So this is the extrovert of this pair. They are extroverted thinkers. That is their biggest cognitive function. So again, just like an ESFJ, they are ready to roll as soon as the alarm goes off. So for an ESTJ, they actually are listening right now and like, um, I already have a morning routine and it is excellent. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So they are very productivity driven. So for them, genuinely having a strong morning routine helps lead them into productivity and that productivity makes them feel good. Yes. Makes them feel like they are ready to start the day. So the best morning routine for an ESTJ is going to be one that kind of clears the way for Mm -hmm. them to be productive in the morning. So they probably already do have a morning routine. And the biggest challenge for them is that they're not letting other people like interrupt their morning routine because they know what they want to do and they want to get after it. Okay. So those were our guardians. Let's talk about the artisans next. You want to talk a little bit about like an overview of what the artisans are. Yes, sure. Okay, so the artisans, they are very excitable. They trust their impulses. You know, they kind of want to make a splash. Mm-hmm. They seek stimulation. They price freedom. Yes. One of the biggest things is that they dream of mastering action skills. Yes. So totally. The reason they're called artisans is not necessarily because they're all artists. That's far from it. But they are very driven by the sensory world around them. Right. So these are very strong sensing types. In this group, we have ESFP, we have ISFP, we have ESTP and ISTP. So you've Mm -hmm. noticed that these are all sensors and that's going to kind of be expressed in a lot of different ways. For example... ESFPs are extroverted feelers, and they're also P-types. And so ESFPs are really tend to be driven by their moods. So they are interacting with the environment around them as sensors. But if they are in a good mood, then they may be up and they're interacting with their environment and they're feeling highly productive. But if they're in a bad mood, they tend to go a little bit more of a mopey direction. Mm -hmm. So for an ESFP especially if they're kind of feeling a little bit downward energy in terms of their mood, one of the best things they can do is do something that is stimulating to them that they enjoy because ESFPs do not want to do anything that's boring. Right. So a lot of the artisan types are actually kind of resistant to routine. So they're going to be the types that are most like, I don't want to do a routine. I don't like to do the same thing over and over every day. That's boring. Right. So especially for ESFP, one of the best things they can do is do something that gets them interacting with the environment outside of their minds and outside of their mood. So maybe it's a a great shower with their favorite body wash, lighting a candle that's their very favorite scent, making a delicious breakfast. And the key is for ESFP, they should change it up. Whenever they start feeling bored, (laughs) change it, do something different, find something that works but change it up sometimes. Right. So ISFP, so this is going to be the introverted one of this pair, also can be resistant to routines and predictability. So again, they need to kind of tap into something that's going to be more kinesthetic driven. So you're a teacher. When you hear kinesthetic, what do you think of? Acting out energy. Yes, exactly. Yes. 
so kinesthetic learners are people who learn through action, like you said, acting out that energy. So an ISFP in the morning, if they can do something that takes action, yeah, maybe go on a long walk, maybe hit up a workout. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be a great morning routine for every type, but it could work really well for ISFPs. And again, especially because they do tend to be a little bit more resistant to predictability, mix it up. Maybe one morning you go for a long walk. Maybe the next morning you're in your house and you're doing yoga, like some kind of something that kind of keeps it changed up, but you're getting in touch with your action-oriented energy first thing in the morning. Right. Okay. So next we have a very interesting type. ESTP. A lot of big personalities are ESTPs. A lot of politicians, many presidents have been ESTPs. A lot of high energy entertainers like Madonna, Mm -hmm. for example, is Mm -hmm. a pretty well-known example of an ESTP. These are people who are high, high energy. They work hard and they play hard. So maybe like doctors, lawyers, things like that, where they just have this drive to like, just get up and go. Very well could be okay. in this group. Anybody could be anybody that just has that determination that's like really they're motivated by working hard. Uh-huh. They want to be at the top of whatever they're doing. They're very achievement oriented. But then when it's time to play, like they want to go all out and play hard too. Right. So for ESTP, a morning routine that lets them get into right into the action of the day could be a great start, especially if they are motivated by getting to let their hair down when their work is done. So, you know, if you're an ESTP who has a hard time kind of getting started in the morning, using those incentives of like, okay, I'm going to work really hard for this amount of time. And then I'm going to go do this thing that I really want to do. Right. Get out there and have fun. Okay. And so then the last one in this artisan group is the ISTP. So ISTPs are introverted thinkers. So again, another, the same theme keeps coming up, another type that likes a slow start in the morning, but ISTPs may be really motivated by learning something. So an ISTP might love to start the day by reading a book, could be fiction, could be nonfiction, but something to get the brain going, Mm -hmm. maybe watching a YouTube uh, video tutorial, reading the newspaper. Do people still do that? Yes. I read the newspaper all the time. Do you really? Now, do I read in the morning? Heck no, but I do read it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know, reading like a long form essay or something, just something that gets their brain activated and engaged early in the morning can be something that really an introverted thinker like an ISTP is going to be really into and find really fulfilling and find like, it. okay, this is how I want to start my day. Sure. Okay. So, so far we have talked about the guardians and we have talked about the artisans. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we still need to talk about the idealists, which you and I both are. And we're going to talk about those rationals as well. So you guys will be right back. Okay, friends, between managing online school and of course, all the online work meetings, um, making sure that everyone's doing their homework and staying on top of their chores, staying on top of my chores, I am lucky to eat any breakfast in the morning, let alone a healthy one. Thank goodness there is Kenko. Kenko makes seriously nutritious smoothies for seriously busy people. Now, expensive store-bought smoothies are often packed with sugar and calorie bombs, and fresh-pressed juices often have way less fiber. Kenko's breakfast smoothies are only made from organic whole fruits and vegetables. They are flash-frozen and slow-dried to lock in all of that good fiber and nutrient. Nothing is added. No fiber is taken out. And Kenko's smoothies are so easy to make. You don't even need a blender, no juicer, no kitchen even required. You just pour the Kinko packet into your water or your favorite milk, shake it up, and you are ready to take on your day. So go to Kinko.com. You take their quick nutrition quiz, and then you're going to fill your flexible monthly order with your choice of 15 functional flavors that match your goals and your taste. Each Kinko smoothie costs less than three bucks, and it packs half of the daily fruits and vegetables that you need to reduce the risk of type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and even some cancers. I love the Kinko smoothies I've tried so far, but I'm really digging the mochas because they are really focused in on mental focus. I need all the help I can get there. It's kind of like a fruity take on a classic 
iced mocha latte. It's got natural caffeine, cacao, it's got chaga mushrooms, all kinds of ingredients to support cognitive function and help fight fatigue. I am super digging these Kinko smoothies and I know you're going to too. So go start creating healthy habits right now when you go to kinko.com slash awesome and pick out your flexible monthly plan and the first 100 awesomes who get there will get 25% off of your first order. That's kinko.com slash awesome and get 25% off, but only if you're one of the first 100. You love this show. We love you. So you get the special deal, 25% off for the first 100 listeners at kenckocom slash awesome. Friends, you know, around here, we love our Bombas socks. That's because Bombas makes the most comfortable socks in the actual history of feet. They have literally rethought every detail of the socks that we wear to make them way more comfortable. I wear them every day and you guys, I'm not even kidding. I'm literally wearing my Bombas socks right now. I'm wearing one of my favorite pairs, one of the snowflake prints from a few years ago. They are just as comfortable today as the very first day I put them on my feet. They hold up so incredibly well over time. They are absolutely the first pair I reach for when they are clean. But these socks do more than just keep your feet cozy. They help give back to the most vulnerable members of our community. Because for every pair of socks you purchase, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. The generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 40 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of over 3,000 giving partners. And the impact is more powerful than ever. To those experiencing homelessness, these socks represent the dignity of putting on clean clothes. A small, comfort that's especially important right now. So give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off of your purchase at bombas.com slash awesome. That's B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash awesome for 20% off of your first purchase. Bombas.com slash awesome. Okay, awesomes, we are back. We are talking all about getting that ideal morning routine all set up for yourself based on what your Myers-Briggs personality type is. So we have two categories left to cover. Emily, since you and I are both idealist types, I'm an ENFP, you're an INFJ, why don't you take this category of the idealist for us? Okay, so idealists. So these are the people that are enthusiastic. They trust their own intuition, which, oh my goodness, that's so both of us. Mm-hmm. They yearn for romance. Yeah. They seek their true self. They prize, they very much prize meaningful relationships. Thousand percent. Yes. And they dream of attaining wisdom. Like they like to learn. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really true. And I think that that relationships part of it is really kind of ties right into the intuition and the wisdom part. I think that for all the NF types, that those things like harmony and relationships, tuning into intuition and like the combination of those things as you're seeking wisdom about your life path, which feels so touchy-feely to a lot of Myers-Briggs types, but I think a lot of NFs can like really identify with that. Right, 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 right. So in terms of idealists, so like let's take the ENFP. Yes, yeah, I'm sorry. I meant to say, so we've got ENFP, INFP, ENFJ, INFJ. Yes. Okay. So we're both in this category. Yes. So ENFP, which is what you are. Tell me after I read this, tell me what you identify with. Okay. Extroverted intuition for sure. Yep. Those people like to take in a lot of their environment when they first wake up. Mm-hmm. They might be the most prone to phone scrolling to start the day. Guilty as charged. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. However, that kind of tends to lead to a scattered warnings because you kind of get caught up in your social media or whatever it is. Yep. You know, you can move your clock back 30 minutes from when you really need to start the day and then Mm -hmm. have something to look forward to, you know, like maybe a happy distraction when you get your morning going like podcasts, high energy music, playlists, etc. Yes, all of that rings so true for me. We do have that extroverted intuition, which means that we just want to take in so much from our environment. And because we're extroverted, like we're really, really 
It's just like all of the things in that for some people that might feel overwhelming or overstimulating, but for an ENFP type or any type that has extroverted intuition, it just like feeds our energy. That's where we get our energy from is just taking in all of this stuff. But yes, you're exactly right. Sometimes we can lose ourselves a little bit in that lose track of time. Yes. Before you know it, we're running behind. Right. right. So, yeah. And do you think that ENFPs too can, like the ESFP, can be a little bit annoyed when things are like boring or too predictable? Right. So for me, like I love to put on a podcast or I do have Spotify playlists that are just filled with high energy music to get me through like the more mundane parts of starting the day. So yeah, that totally rings true for me. Good. Good deal. And so we have next INFP. So they like a slower start. They like something that activates the introverted feeling, if you will. Mm -hmm. And that could look something like reading a book that speaks to them, you know, about something that they care about, things like that. Yes, 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 yes. That introverted feeling function, it's driven towards taking action, but it's really focused in on things that the INFP cares about, like on a like this really matches my internal code of values level. Right, right. So definitely yes for the INFP. Yeah. Okay, so next we have in the idealists, the ENFJ. Now mm-hmm. these are high energy types that love to organize people. Like an ideal morning for them allows them time to check in on their plans for their people for the day but also make time to take care of themselves too. Yeah, I do think that ENFJs, if they're not careful, can forget to take care of themselves because they are so others-driven. Right. Like that is their reason to get out of bed in the morning, which is awesome. They do love to organize people. And so they can so quickly go into that mindset of like, okay, I got to take care of this and this and this. And they may forget to like take care of themselves too. So ENFJs, check in with yourself too in the morning for sure. Yes, for sure. Okay, so this is mine, the INFJs. Yes. Let's see what I can identify with. Love structure. Mm -hmm. Definitely love structure and predictability. But that introverted intuition function means they can get distracted by rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. especially if it's something that they care deeply about. Oh my gosh, Megan, when I wake up, before <laughs> I get up, I read the skim email that we get every morning. I read it. And sometimes I just like really want to like go down a rabbit hole of the things that they're talking about. So that is definitely me. Mm-hmm. If staying on track and on time is an issue, adjust your morning routine start time to allow for some of those rabbit trails. Yeah. And it sounds like that you've kind of naturally, like intuitively already done that. Like, yeah. you know, okay, I'm going to spend this much time reading the skim and I have this right. much time to read right. all the links and then I got to get up and got to get in the yes, shower. For sure. <laughs> go, go, for go. sure. Okay. So our yeah. last category is rationals. Yes. So I can't wait to hear what you say about this. Okay. So I'm married to a rational type. So I have a lot of up close personal experience here. Okay, so the rational types, first of all, these are going to be the four that we haven't talked about yet. This is INTJ, ENTJ, INTP, and ENTP. So rationals as a category tend to be very even-tempered. They really trust logic. They can be pretty achievement-oriented. They love knowledge. They love, you know, like finding the the latest, greatest technology that's going to make things more efficient. Yes. (laughs) Rationals are really, really driven by efficiency. Yes. And they love to know how the world works. Right. So INTJ, again, I'm married to one. They are driven by introverted intuition, just Mm -hmm. like INFJ is. Right. However, they love to learn just to learn. Like it does not have to be something that they care deeply about on a personal level. It just has to be whatever they're like, thing that they're into at that moment is. But it could just be like a question they have. Like, I need to know this thing. Because let me tell you, I am not an INTJ. I'm an INFJ. But like, if I see something on TV and I'm like, what are they talking about? I will look it up. Yes. Okay. Now that's good. And that is introverted intuition that's speaking to you right there. Okay. Sure. Gotcha. But yeah, I do feel like INFJs tend to be more like, on the whole, motivated by the things that they care about. Mm-hmm. INTJs just want to know. They just want to know the answer. They just want to know the knowledge. They want to 
bring that knowledge in. That's why it's introverted intuition, because they want to take that information in and they want to like process it deep inside. In fact, INTJs in the mornings, they must have time to think and process. Right, right. So they like a mental challenge first thing in the morning. They like the thing of like, I need a hill to charge today. What am I going to learn today? What am I going to figure out? Okay. They love to process their thoughts. So for INTJs, they may love a long shower in the morning because shower thoughts are such a thing, right? Yes, totally. Shower thoughts. Maybe it's not a long shower for them. Maybe it's like a long morning coffee time and they're just, you know, like reading something on their phone or maybe they're reading a book but they like to have something that gets their brain going first thing in the morning. And if it involves some kind of a challenge that they can like puzzle their way through, like Mm -hmm. INTJ brains love to figure something out. So it wouldn't even have to be like something they're researching or learning about. If they have an ongoing work issue, let's Mm -hmm. say, Mm -hmm. and it's like, if it's not efficient, they can't figure out like, there's just like a problem. INTJs actually love in the mornings, I think, especially when they've got that fresh introvert energy to like puzzle through it in their mind. Yeah, that's crazy to me. I know, (laughs) I know. But they're they're constantly thinking and they're constantly thinking about how they can make things better. Right. In a rational approach to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the extrovert of this pair, ENTJs, tend to be very high energy. They love to just basically wake up and take control of the world around them. Okay. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> now ENTJs are listening and they're like, they're another type. There's like, you don't have to tell me I already have the best morning routine. There you go. And they actually probably do have a routine that works right for them because sure. the NTs tend to be pretty great at figuring out what's going to be the most efficient, workable thing and sticking to it, especially the NTJ types do a pretty good job of sticking to things that they know work. Right. So one thing about ENTJs, though, that I would suggest, like you probably already do have a totally great ideal morning routine that you have figured out for yourself. But maybe if you're an ENTJ, maybe you schedule one day a week where you just slow down and like you don't worry about if the thing is efficient or not. You just hang out with maybe your significant other. Maybe you schedule some downtime with your kids or just like do something that's wildly inefficient, but just kind of allows you to be more present in the moment. Sure. That's what I would say for ENTJs, but they probably already have their mornings just like lined out and ready to go. Right, right. All right, now INTPs are really super interesting. This is not a big, there's not percentage-wise that many INTPs in the world. They do tend to be night owls. So they like to stay up late, which means they like a slow morning. In fact, a lot of INTPs, depending on what their life season is, they may not have a morning routine because they're still asleep. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. But if your life does demand that you have to get up early in the morning, try to set yourself up for success. Again, having a problem to solve first thing in the morning, something that will get your brain into analytical mode so that once your brain kind of starts getting up, getting wakened up and going, that the action that you need to take to get started on the day, it will follow once your brain wakes up. Right. All right. Last type is ENTP. ENTPs, like ENFPs, operate with that extroverted intuition. So they also, just like the ENFP, we like to take in lots and lots to process first thing in the morning. Unlike, you know, like an INTJ, we don't necessarily want to do anything with it. We just like to take all that stuff in. Right. So I'm an ENFP. We like to take it in. We like to process with introverted feelings. So again, we're taking in a lot of information from our environment, things that we care about. ENTPs, they just like to take in that information. They crave that stimulation of lots of different information inputs coming in and they like to do it first thing in the morning. So as a rational type, you know, they may be able to adjust their morning routine to get things done and out the door if they kind of give themselves the incentive of like, okay, I'm not going to spend all morning internet browsing, but if I can get out the door in time, then on my lunch break, Right. I get to have my scroll time or then I get to turn on YouTube and just like chill out for a bit and check things out. So yeah. Yeah. My gosh. So that was 16 personality types and just some ideas. Isn't it so amazing? Like there's so many facets of your life that can correlate to your personality type. Like you just morning routines. It's amazing. It's so incredible. This is why I love personality stuff so much. And I think that's why you like it too. Oh, yeah. Because it's so amazing to me 
first of all, to understand why my brain does the things it does and how my mind thinks about things the way it does, and also to relate to other people. Again, I think that's a really NF thing that we right. always to relate to other people. Right. And so being able to understand like, oh my gosh, the idea, Kyle and I have very, very different ideas about how an ideal morning could work for our kids. And when our kids were on campus in school, he would be like, okay, everybody needs to get up at this time. You go to the bathroom, you go straight in and get your uniform on. <laughs> Nobody's eating breakfast until everybody's dressed. You got to get your socks and shoes tied, like your bag is packed. Then we have breakfast. Like he had this whole regimented idea and that sounded <laughs> awful, I'm sure. That sounds like misery. I could never implement it because right. it just sounds like absolute agony to me. And chaos. Well, even, yeah, the chaos besides, you know. Yeah. But we just have very different approaches. And he could look right. at what needed to happen and when and say the rational thing to do, the way I would solve this problem is this. Yeah. This didn't work for me yeah. at all. Right, so, right. That's hilarious. That's why I love the personality type stuff, whether it's Enneagram or Myers-Briggs or the four temperaments or like whatever the thing is. It just gives you that insight into like, why are we seeing this so freaking differently? Right, right. But then on the other side of the coin, you know, like I don't want to box myself in as an INJ, sure, sure, sure. INNJ either. So, you know, just because I am a particular way about something doesn't mean that I always, you know, can use that crutch, I guess. Well, that's so true too. And of course, we're painting with really broad strokes. So you may have right, been right, listening right. to us describe your type and like, that's not me at all. I mean, of course, we're all individuals. Right. And we have so many different factors that influence how our personality types kind of express themselves. So right. yeah, these are just right. some ideas for sure. Yeah. Okay. Emily, thank you so much again, like I said, for indulging all this personality talk. Sure. Stuff. It's been so fun. I know the awesomes are going to be so thrilled to hear you back on Sort of Awesome. We're always so happy when you can stop by if people want to have any follow-up conversation with you, I know you're super busy with school right now, but if anybody wants to just kind of like tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, where can we find you? I am on Instagram at Emily34331. And I am also active in the Sorta Awesome Hangout group on Facebook. Okay, you guys know you can find me on social media and all around the web at Sorta Awesome Meg. You can find Sort of Awesome by searching, basically just search Sort of Awesome on all of the platforms, whether it's YouTube or TikTok or Facebook or Instagram, we're in all of the places and we would love to hear from you, Awesomes. So we hope this has been a little helpful jumpstart on the year of 2021, just kind of giving us a little idea about how we can get those mornings going really well. So sure. Emily, thank you again for coming to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see y'all next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.